welcome to the 115th episode of Words for Wednesday, a weekly moment to center and reflect. I'm Dara, your disembodied voice and guide. How Emotions Are Made is a life-altering book. Lisa Feldman Barrett, a neuroscientist, conducted a tremendous set of research to unpack the accepted perceptions we hold about emotions. She posits that they are constructed rather than implicit as part of the human experience. Whereas we mostly accept that emotions and how they're emoted are universal and recognized, she explains the following. The theory of constructed emotion, in contrast, proposes that emotions are not inborn, and if they are universal, it's due to shared concepts. What's universal is the ability to form concepts that make our physical sensations meaningful. From the Western concept sadness to the Dutch concept gezellig, a specific experience of comfort with friends, which has no exact English translation. By analogy, think about cupcakes and muffins. These two types of baked goods have the same shape and are based on the same set of ingredients, flour, sugar, shortening, and salt. Both have similar accompanying ingredients such as raisins, nuts, chocolate, carrots, and bananas. You cannot distinguish a muffin from a cupcake by its chemistry in the way you can easily distinguish flour from salt or a bee from a bird, and yet one is a breakfast food while the other is dessert. Their major distinguishing feature is the time of day at which they are eaten. This difference is entirely cultural and learned, not physical. The muffin cupcake distinction is social reality. When objects in the physical world, like baked goods, take on additional functions by social agreement. Likewise, emotions are social reality. A physical event, like a change in heart rate, blood pressure, or respiration, becomes an emotional experience only when we, with emotion concepts, that we have learned from our culture imbue the sensations with additional functions by social agreement. From the widened eyes of a friend, we may perceive fear or surprise, again, depending on which concepts we use. We must not confuse physical reality, such as changes in heart rate or widened eyes, with the social reality of emotion concepts. Keeping on this theme of food, Barrett also talks about how we don't have a level of granularity in language to depict our emotions. She writes, Imagine the feeling of reaching into a bag of potato chips and discovering that the previous chip you ate was the last one. You feel disappointed that the bag is empty, relieved that you won't be ingesting any more calories, slightly guilty that you ate the entire bag, and yet hungry for another chip. I have just invented an emotion concept, and there is surely no word for it in the English language. And yet, as you read my prolonged description of this complex feeling, you most likely simulated the whole thing right down to the crinkle of the bag and the cheerless little crumbs at the bottom. 
You experience this emotion without a word for it. Your brain accomplished this feat by combining instances of concepts you already know, such as bag, chips, disappointment, relief, guilt, and hunger. This powerful ability of your brain's conceptual system creates your very first instance of this new chip-related category of emotion, ready for simulation. Now, if I name my new creation chiplessness and teach it to our fellow citizens, it becomes every bit as real an emotion concept as happiness and sadness. Barrett gives us a lot to think about, much more than I can delve into during this episode, so I encourage you to read more of her work. Questions to consider. One, do you believe you can always read the emotional expression on someone's face, or do you often have trouble deciphering what's behind their eyes? Two, do you find it difficult to express your emotions with words? Do these verbal expressions never seem to be accurately descriptive? Activity Invitation Create a word that describes a very specific emotion, like chiplessness. Make it as granular as you can. Consider teaching it to people close to you as a way of heightening communication and expression with each other. I'll leave you one last quote from Barrett. Emotions are not reactions to the world. They are your constructions of the world. I hope these words could be heard in the place you are at the moment. If not, listen again later or simply wait for the next episode of Words for Wednesday. And if you don't want to wait, please join the Less Equals More community. As a minimalist lifestyle coach and professional organizer, I'd love to help you build a more mindful and peaceful life. Please visit me at whylessequalsmore.com to access free resources and learn more about my services.